0: We've got business to take care of, my friends, because on Wednesdays, we have five things for you.
1: Start by five, five, four, three, two, countdown count, count, count sequence one. Five things you need to know.
0: Just sharing, man. Just sharing the intel. You know, we're an open book. It consider oh, us, if we were a, if you we were a, a government agency, it would be interagency sharing. This, these memos would go out for everybody. Everybody can benefit from the knowledge that we or the knowledge we find and pass along to you. Could be something to you know save your time, money. Rid you of some sort of thing that you deem a pain in the backside. Uh, Those kind of things is what we do. And uh, Mr. Scott McMullen has the first of five, the links of all of which will be posted at MorningBuzz.com for your perusing pleasure.
2: Now, we know our show, people tune in all over the world. Mm -hmm. But if you live in a warmer climate and you're getting ready for, you know, summer and the pool's ready and you, you know, head into the, uh, the shed and grab some stuff and... Get it into the pool. Oh. You might want to check your pool noodles. Oh, no.
0: See, you always go with the gross stuff. You, you, you tend to like the gross stuff.
2: <gasps> and the seven- snakes like to hang out oh, yeah. inside of pool noodles. Ugh. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm never going in the Slithery pool again. There's <laughs> snake coming out of a pool noodle. I'm yeah. all set. Yeah. Now I know, you know, this story may have taken place in Arizona, but I'm uh, just telling you, cause you I know, don't you can, you can you people tune know. in all over That's the world true, and everything. So you we, might want to before you go, you know, into the garage and grab the pool noodles, you might want to give them a little bit of shake. We have We
0: have listeners in Arizona in, yep. the, in the Phoenix area. You know, that, so we know that. So
2: a family in Buckeye, Arizona, grabbed their pool noodles, threw them in the pool, and saw s- snakes shooting out of every end of them. Ooh. Now, just oh. as a
0: quick reminder, a flashback for those lips. of you that maybe listened to the show uh, and <laughs> never heard the episode where uh, we brought in a giant snake in a bag, and Scotty got a little nervous. <laughs> <for me.
2: laughs> Don't scream! Um,
0: Don't scream! <laughs> oh, it's making a noise!
2: Sh- oh my God, will you control? Okay. Oh, good, good, good. What do you say? We put it back in the bag and you go home.
0: Don't. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> we, we bring the guest. In I've Scotty, never been like, so rude to a home, I've never been so go. rude to a guest. Get out!
1: <laughs> There's uh, oh, another
0: hiss. He's putting it back in the bag.
1: <laughs> She's mad.
0: He's putting it back in the. All right, let's just leave. Look at him! Look
2: <laughs> at. Wait! 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 Clear wait!
0: wait.
2: Clear. Hold on! All right! <laughs> Listen to me. All right! Okay! All right. And here it is! Right. Wait, this look. is the part You're I like. I think. Yip 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 yip! I don't know what is <laughs> that? <laughs> the, uh, like, went what? Like five feet? Six feet long? I look like twelve. 13 feet? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a five-foot snake. It was Face Your Fears Friday, and mine was flying, and then Greg brought a snake in, yeah. and I lost my mind more than Greg did. Yeah, right. It yeah, was, so uh, check your pool noodles. Check your pool oh.
0: noodles, you know. Uh, yeah, This pool noodles. The thing about pool noodles is... Is they break off into little pieces? Yeah, right. Little pieces end up in your in your filter, and the, and they mm-hmm. get in the pool, you know. So, and for those think r-
2: about that twice before you put it under the water and then <laughs> blow on one end, shooting water. Right. When oh your buddy God. gets a snake to the face, um,
0: <laughs> so they, you know, just, uh, oh, goodness, it's so just freaky. Sn- listen to him; he's still got it going on. Oh. So be careful with the pool noodles, everybody. Uh The fabulous Princess of Windsor, ladies and gentlemen, K wins four. <laughs> Yeah. There you go.
1: Okay, Windsor 4. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Uh, so, uh, the scientists, well, not the scientists, but researchers at the University of Miami have figured out exactly how much exercise you need to get to stay in tip-top mental shape. The oh exact amount of time you need.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. you very all right? much. You're all better. Okay. Uh, it's the
1: answer is a little bit surprising. This more, is, you said mental. More, more, yes, okay. this is mental. So this is more for your head, uh, 52 hours every six weeks, two hours a week. That's all you need to do to keep your mind in tip-top shape. Now, they say you should still do it a little bit more for your physical health, but to keep your mind where it needs to be, two hours a week of physical activity, that is so doable. That's we got so it. Got
0: it. That is, that's easy. easy. Got it. doable. Like, I still don't, like five but hours I could. Of
2: each week got Just it.
0: knowing that it's attainable should it's, you choose to want to do it. I could do that. That is a good thing right there. That, yeah, I got that's this. not I'm, bad. I am healthy. It's not bad at all. See, at all. so
1: it's like I feel fine. Did I walked you? around for two hours this week. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm healthy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you this go.
1: is mental. This isn't.
0: Yeah, you're good to go. It's not necessarily
1: yeah. Yeah. physical, but still, uh, your brain's
0: important. Yeah. Scotty, mentally, there's nothing wrong with you at all. <laughs> there's no deficiency at all. No. Tip top shape. Tip top. Tip top shape. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna send you to Top Gun. Matter of fact, nice. going oh, to Top Gun. There you go, uh, Laura. What do you got? Five things you need to know.
1: Um. Usually, when you're called a narcissist, it's not a good thing. But now, they're saying it has its benefits. So narcissists, obviously, the self-important attention seekers, and they're the best of the best, and everybody has to look up to them, and they need more praise than anybody else, but... morning, Greg. Wow. Okay. they um, in this study, researchers uh, looked into the association between mental toughness, narcissism, and achievement. Finding mental toughness correlated with narcissism, nar- being a narcissist, <laughs> it, uh... It actually makes you mentally tougher and makes you actually do better in your life, in your education, in your work, in your romance uh, because you are more likely to succeed and because uh, you want to be the best of the best.
0: And yes. Okay.
1: So it's not always a bad thing, I guess.
0: Well, I've got nothing to say about that. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. I've got nothing to say about that. Mm. Uh, that
1: I particular. guess it kind of makes a little it bit does, of sense it does. I get it there's the extra motivation there's the extra you know drive but to succeed sure it doesn't always mean it's a good thing it's either. not a cute look no
0: the world does not evolve around any one person obviously you know I feel like anything it I say fight. is just more ammo, and that's why, that's why, why should I even attempt it?
1: But know? it says because of their heightened self, sense of self-worth, it may mean they are more motivated,
0: <laughs> even assertive, though, even and though successful. Even though somebody may rise and uh, sleep under the very uh, blanket of security which I provide, uh, <laughs> if I may borrow the line, if, I, even though that, I prefer that person just stand post. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Instead of just, you know, bitching and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Pick up a weapon and stand post. That's all I, think I might say to someone. That's all.
2: Two seconds ago,
1: I mm. acknowledged
0: you. Yeah. It was very nice. Very nice of you. I appreciate it.
1: Mental toughness. Yep. you
0: mental toughness. Yep. I got it. Trust me. There's no way I don't have that without sitting here. <laughs> so uh, mine is a little, uh, it's a warning. It's kind of, I, I don't want to say deflating, but it, it, it's, it's a bit of a warning. What is your passion? What is, what is your passion? Like the thing that you love to do and you want to do it all the time. Nap. Okay, there it is. Yep. Napping. Whatever it may be. You know? Maybe napping. Maybe Cooking.
1: I love cooking.
0: Yeah. It's something that you do that you love to do. And, and for me, obviously, I would, probably, I would say, you know, photography. But a, a new study uh, comes out and says that you, you have to be careful when you have a passion. Whatever it is. could be Fortnite. Could be, you know, chasing the ladies or chasing the men. I don't know. Chasing the ladies. Could be self-gratification. It could be golf. You know, I mean, golf, is that the number one sport for, for divorce? I mean, g- people that just play golf, play golf, play golf, it seems to me like, you know, the clubhouse is... Full of divorces? Two out of two out of three people in the clubhouse yeah. are, are, could be divorced. I, I mean, I,
2: I can't answer that question.
0: Because people get so passionate about the game that, you know, it comes at an expense. Well, and, after
1: learning that it takes eight hours to do a round of golf, you're like, okay, well, maybe they're not spending enough time with no, their significant no, other. No,
0: it's, it's four hours generally for 18. You know, I'm playing today, so... But it, then, um, it's that,
1: we've got to stop before and after. Yeah, I think that's... Well, hmm. so
0: that's the, that's the problem. Not all, but some. Hmm. Point is, is you have to temper your passion. Brand new study finds that obsessively following your passion is not the recipe for success. Re- researchers found when you focus on just one thing too hard, it hurts your creativity and makes it more likely for you to quit when it gets tough. Like, for instance, um, every day when I'm working... If I look outside and I see the weather's perfect for like a, some type of photographic mm-hmm. thing, sunrise, whatever, yeah, it just,, ugh. it kills me because I want to be out there yeah. doing it. Not that I don't like what I'm doing. It's just that, you know, I
1: mean, I'm, look what I'm missing but this morning is saying you shouldn't be doing that. This morning this is saying
2: not to don't do that. that. On the way to work, I saw somebody with a passion who was pulled over on the highway and taking a picture with their tripod, like in the breakdown lane of sunset. So I'm not sunrise. Sunrise, sunrise yeah. uh, so and, not, and, then, and it was behind like a big smokestack. I was like, I don't know if that's a
0: yeah. Well, not. it depends. Maybe they're an industrialist. Maybe they Maybe call that they, they call that urban landscape photography when it includes biz- buildings and things. I want to like get that. out of the road.
2: But I, but that's
0: exactly <laughs> the point. I mean, like you see things, you know. And if you, no matter what your passion is, it could be any type of gaming. It could be a craft. It could be a uh, an exercise like a sport or something like that. Don't overdo it because you will take the fun out of it. My brother used to be unbelievably, um, uh, I don't want to say addicted to, but he was a, a golf fanatic. Mm-hmm. Played all the time. Played so much. And he'll be the first to tell you this. Played the fun out of the game. Yeah. And then stopped and walked away. And, you know, uh, did other stuff. But now he now he plays, kind of learned to have fun with the game again. But there's always a danger if you follow your passion too much. This is from the Stam- Stanford University. Obsessively following your passion isn't the recipe success. It's exactly the opposite. People only focus on their passion, narrow their interest too much, which keeps them from having creative ideas or coming up with new innovations. Also, they don't learn about new subjects or try new things. And when someone's following their passion and they stumble or run into difficulty, it makes them extra depressed. Maybe you suffer sorry. burnout. Sorry, sorry, maybe you suffer burnout. Yeah, right. Oh. Right. If I can't get something right, I get bummed out. Weird. <laughs> when it comes to photography, I can't I can't figure it out, I get bummed out. So you'll gotta walk away. So there you go, little tip there, a little life tip. Just a tip. Yeah. So are you taking the summer off? From no, photography? No, I am not. Just actually. to freshen up for the fall? No. No, right. no, no, no. You just have I to think t- about it. temper it and do other <laughs> things, which I do. Right. Thank you. Your collective concern for my welfare is heartwarming.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah, of
0: course you do. What do you got, Kelly? Five oh, things you need to know. Greg, more Americans are working side jobs to add to their income. The side hustle. Yep, side, side hustle. hustle. The bankrate.com study shows that 37% of people have more than one job. It's kind of getting close to a half. That number goes up with uh, millennials. Good uh, good. The most popular side jobs include home repair, landscaping, Online sales, crafts, and child care. I don't see restaurants listed there, but I'm that surprised. is my side job. Yeah. I would think
2: restaurants would be Yeah, right crafts.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's called a side hustle. Yeah. Hustle? Yep. All right. There you go. I'm just looking. at Americans got to do what they got to do. Got to mm-hmm. make the money. Yeah. You would think we'd have the hustle, the song in there, but we don't. Do uh, the hustle. Uh, do, yeah, the do the hustle. hustle. Yeah, it's called the hustle by do Van the sad McCoy. Hustle. Uh, yeah. So everybody's got a little <laughs> sad thing going on. Did you hear the news? I talked about it before. I didn't mention this with you. The Kinks are getting back together. They are. They, they got over the feud. Yeah. Well, maybe they didn't get over it over completely, but enough that so they can work together. Well, I saw it on the weekend. Ray Davies had said in the in I don't know if it was the Mirror or one of those y- y- English newspapers that tends to be wrong a lot. Um, that, you know, he was, he's, they announced that they're going to get back together and, and do something. And I kind of didn't believe it at first. But now it's being more widely reported. Again, that oh. doesn't necessarily mean it's true. But um, fingers crossed, man. That'll be cool. Next, it'll be the Fogarty's. Tom Fogarty is. Is he oh, still with I us? I don't know. Maybe. That oh, might, maybe help. Yeah. might help. Might yeah. help if you put well, no, them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he... So maybe John could just grab any other Fogerty, yeah. and get back together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he could go to Fogerty's restaurant. Yeah, he could and he make could a deal right there, yeah. He could play a set right there, yeah. Fogarty of no. Fogerty. Back in
1: 1990. It was a yeah, long,
0: I was going to say, I, was, I thought he had uh, yeah. passed away. digging to do. Well, there you go. Ah, <laughs> oh. there it is. Right, that is fun. Anyway, uh, links for all of these fun stories at MorningBuzz.com. Best show ever. News is next.
2: We'll be right back and we call shotgun. This is Greg in the Morning
0: Buzz.